everyone. I am Farah Kimji, and you are listening to the Futura Talks podcast. I believe the future will be built by those who see opportunity where others see uncertainty. It will be built by people that don't look like the traditional leaders of our past, but by women and individuals from diverse backgrounds that see the world differently and who are driven to make it better for all. This podcast will feature these people, self-made leaders and entrepreneurs that defy odds and are motivated to build a better future. We will also share practical advice for how you can unlock your full potential as the leader of your own Futura. Now, let's jump into today's episode. everybody. Today, I want to talk about opportunity and more specifically, how to create opportunities for yourself. You see, often we wait to be asked, promoted, tapped, or booked for an opportunity. And then when they don't come, when we're not being asked, promoted, tapped, or booked, we're sitting in disappointment. We're just waiting. We're in this holding pattern. And what can happen is sometimes years can pass by. Like if you are just sitting there and waiting for an opportunity, years, months, days, whatever are passing by. And what happens is your excitement about this potential opportunity starts to wane right? It starts to fade. Or maybe what happens is you're still want the thing. Like you still really very much desire this opportunity, but because it hasn't happened yet, you actually start resenting it. Like you start resenting the fact that this hasn't happened after so long of putting it out there that you want this thing. Maybe though the reality is you never actually put it out there. The desire for the opportunity is just within you. It's kind of like the analogy I would give to this is waiting to be proposed to by your partner and dropping hints for them that, you know, this is something that you want, but another year passes by without them asking you, without them going down on their knee and asking you. And what happens is, you know, sometimes people grow resentful in that you know, they have resentment during that period of time because they're like, I want this thing. Why hasn't haven't they asked me that, you know, yet? And right, we, we get resentful. And then that's not the right energy to actually have, have that person feel attracted to want to ask you to, you know, to propose to you. So instead of just, you know, being clear that this is what I want, this is what I want and, and stating it and then going for it and asking for it and putting ourselves out there. It's vulnerable to, you know, share what we want with someone or with the world, right? So I get it. Sometimes we just wait until that opportunity comes and we wait for the right moment and we wait wait to be asked and we assume everybody knows that we want this thing or opportunity, right? And so what we do is we wait but we kind of skirt around, right? We're not actually going directly after the thing that we want. And we're just sort of skirting around it, hoping that magically it will just happen without actually setting that right intention for it to happen and then taking aligned actions for that to, to bring that opportunity into fruition. 
but I, I get it. It can be hard, right? Sometimes it, it can be hard to even know if an opportunity is right for you, right? Maybe you actually have a lot of opportunities in front of you and, but you, and you're thinking about all of these and you're weighing decisions and you don't know which opportunity is the right one to make. And so you don't make a decision. Now, what I always say in this instance, and I've talked about this a lot on, on this podcast is that it's always good to go back to purpose. When you have purpose as your North star, I like to say it can guide you to help you make decisions faster. So this is, this is, you know, asking yourself these questions like, is this opportunity or am I longing for this opportunity coming from a place of true desire? Do I really want it from a genuine, authentic place? Or is it coming from a place of ego? Like, is it coming from, because that would sound really good. That's just the next natural step. That's what someone in my role in my company does as they then go to this step and I should just go there too, or we've been dating for seven years, it's time to get married. Or are you like, no, I want that job and I want to spend the rest of my life with that person. This is what I want. This is a true desire of an opportunity, right? Ask yourself that. Um, are you wanting this thing because, you know, that's just what's expected of you? Or do you want something, but you're not going after it because you fear what others might think? It's like, even with me, when I totally transitioned out of a corporate world and identity to become a coach, there was a part of me thinking, well, what are people going to think about this? Because that's not what they know me for. But because I knew my intention of doing this work was coming from a place of true desire. It made it very clear that, no, I have to go forward with this. doesn't matter what people think. This is coming from something that I know I have to bring into fruition in my life. So when you're clear on that purpose, like I said, it helps you to determine which opportunities are right for you and which ones to actually go and pursue. So now, Let's say you're actually clear on your purpose, okay? You're clear and you you know what you want to call in and you know which opportunities you would like to experience. What most people then do, it's like saying, okay, I would really like to speak on stages around the world. But imagine I said that and then I waited for a divine moment for the opportunity to do that, to land in my lap right? That's what most people do. They're like, they say they want this thing and then they wait for the opportunity to come to them. But what we're going to talk about today, what I'm going to share is, is that most opportunities that people bring into their lives, especially entrepreneurs are ones that they created myself included. Like most of the opportunities of the things that I'm doing now that I love about my life and my business and what I, you know, what I get to wake up and do are because of opportunities that I actually had to create for myself, not from opportunities that were handed to me. Now, an entrepreneur mindset is often very different from a corporate mindset. So I, you know, I've talked about that kind of struggle and the journey from that corporate world to, um, you know, entrepreneur world, but the, the, the lessons and the process and the thinking can actually be applied to corporate opportunities. It can actually be applied to any opportunity you are trying to call in, whether it is in a work setting or, or a personal setting or both these days, I find that they're really blended. So I, what I want to do is actually walk you through 
what the process is so that you can actually go out and create your new, uh, new, create new opportunities for yourself, not wait for them to come to you. So when you're going about a new endeavor or business or desire that you have, and nobody actually knows that you want that thing, only you know it because it's sitting with you within you and you have the desire, but you haven't shared it. It can actually be really hard for you to call it in, right? If I just said, Oh, I really want to start a podcast and I told nobody and I didn't do anything about it. Well, the podcast, it's not going to happen. Now, the reason why the sharing is important is because people have to know that, you know, most of our opportunities come from other people, right? If we can agree on that, it comes through a conversation or a, an opportunity with another person, right? So that other person, whoever they may be, whether you know them or don't know them yet, if they don't know that this is something that you actually want, that this is something that you desire, that this is the direction that you're going in, they can't help you to get to that opportunity. And what I have found, now this is the most interesting part for me, I found that, you know, I went on a new trajectory, but even still people have had to know what I'm up to a thousand times. Like it's it, people still don't fully know what I do. I've been on my own doing my business for four years. And I would say it's been in the last year that people do kind of get what I'm up to and they know. And because of that, I'm now getting inbound opportunities. I'm not having to go out and create every opportunity from scratch, which is amazing. But I, but I, you know, most of the opportunities that came before I created them and I still do create opportunities, especially for the direction I'm trying to go in, in the things that people don't yet know that this is where I'm going. So I find you have to be, you know, sharing often. This is what I'm about. This is what I want. This is what I'm trying to call in. Even if you haven't yet done anything about it, like just the mere fact of saying, I would like to speak on a stage right now, someone knows you want that. And that person can book you or refer you or let you know about an opportunity to do that. And they say that there's actually the rule of seven, that people need to hear things seven times. It's actually a marketing rule, rule of seven, that, that, a commercial needs to be seen seven times before someone would even consider taking action. That's kind of like the old marketing rule um, from the 1930s. And then there's also the seven by seven. So seven by seven is they need to hear it seven times or see it, but like seven by seven different ways. So it's not just like, I saw it here. Maybe I also saw it on Instagram and I saw it on TV and I saw it on LinkedIn and I heard it here and I saw this person. It's like to really get people to change and to understand that this is what you're about. There's these rules of seven. Okay. So that's why I'm actually going to share the seven steps that you can follow to create your own opportunities instead of waiting for a magic lantern or a fairy godmother to come your way. So let's get into it. Actually, let's get into number one. So the first thing you need to do is be very clear on your big vision and that opportunity that you are seeking. Like, what is it that you want? What is that vision? Envision it, picture it, 
Like get really specific with it. I like to create little, I call them little movie reels in my head of the thing that I envision. So when I said, I would really like to speak on a stage, I picture it. Actually, my current thing that I'm trying to call in is that I'd love to speak on a TEDx stage. So I picture the stage. I specifically uh, picture the location that I would like to speak at. Currently, it's the Trinity Bellwoods, um, you know, Toronto TEDx that's coming up in August. So I picture the backdrop of that specific TEDx sign, you know, like I get that specific. I, I picture what I'm wearing. So that's the envisioning part of it. But in getting clear on the opportunity that you want, the other big part is to ask yourself, why? Why do I want this thing in the first place? So for my, for me, it is that I really want to share the message of this talk. I won't reveal the topic with the world because I think it could really help people. I think it could change people's lives. And for that uh, very reason, I want to do it on a big global style stage that could reach more people than my regular audience. Okay. So that's why I want it. I'm super passionate about the topic and I want to spread the message. So ask yourself, why do you want it? Are you passionate about it? And then just like take ownership of it. This is your baby, right? This is the thing you are literally trying to birth into the world. Okay. I always like to think about it's, it's actually a coach that I worked with a trainer that I worked with back in 2010. And she used to tell me, you need to protect your goals. And we were at the time we were talking about health goals as if they are a baby, the same way that a mother protects, you know, her unborn child for nine months. She does everything to make sure this, this child is getting everything that they need to come into the world in the right way. And she stops drinking and she starts, she changes her whole lifestyle to make sure that, you know, this child has what they need to be, to be born healthy. You need to actually think about your goals in this way. Am I doing all the right things to really protect my dream and my vision and to bring it out into the world, right? So that's step number one, get clear on your vision and the opportunity you're seeking and take ownership of it. Okay. Really picture it, get specific. Why do you want it? Okay. That's number one. Number two, what you need to do is identify where you're currently at, right? In relation to the thing that you desire, then look at where you want to go. So this is where I am. Okay. I haven't yet spoken on a global stage and I would like to speak on a global stage. That's where I want to go. What's the next step that I need to take to make it happen. Okay. So that's what you want to ask yourself. Identify where you're at, where you want to go, and what's the next step that you need to take to make it happen. So this might be, I am going to sign up for a course on public speaking, right? This might be for you a different type of course. Um, you, you, you might want to upskill, You might just want to practice. You might want to speak on a local stage first, right? Like what is the next step I need to take? Maybe I just go on an IG live, whatever it is to practice and start embodying that version of yourself. You have to start showing up as that version of yourself now. So you have to ask yourself, okay, this is where I am. This is where I want to go. What can I do that moves me closer to that thing? 
How can I actually embody it? I don't have to wait for the opportunity to speak on a stage. I can just start speaking on a stage, digital, virtual, or otherwise, or in person, right? Maybe it's only in front of three people. Maybe I'm just practicing with family. Maybe I'm writing the talk. What is the next step that I need to take? Maybe I need to hire a coach, all of these things. I remember that um, when I first started working in corporate, just like back in 2006, and I was interviewing, um, I had someone tell me that you should always dress for for the role that you want, not the role of where you are now. So I remember when I started working on Bay Street in 2006 as a chartered accountant, I would dress like as if I was the partner of that accounting firm of PwC. I would wear a full suit. Like I am not kidding you. Heels, blazer, skirt, you know, collared shirt. I was so proper. Suitcase, like little little leather briefcase for my laptop. And I really like, I dressed up more than I dress up now. And we're talking about like 23 year old Farah, but it was because I was trying to call into fruition, whether I knew it or not back then, what I wanted in my life. Like I was dressing the part. So this is what I like to think about, but now not just with clothing, dress the part through your actions, be embody that person now through your actions. Show up as that partner, show up as that version of yourself now. Okay. So that's number two. The next one is set a goal. Okay. So I, for example, we'll keep with, keep with this TEDx example. If I said, I want to speak on a um, TEDx stage, I actually had said that a couple of years ago, but I didn't set a goal. I didn't pick a date. I didn't pick a specific top talk. I didn't look up the locations and the potential place uh, TEDx talks I could speak at. So this year, what I did is I researched, okay, there's this many TEDx talk uh, talks happening within Canada this year. These are the ones that maybe are the ones that I haven't missed the deadline yet. There's enough runway. I could potentially apply. And I picked a date and I put it out there. There's one in August that I would love to get on their radar and see if I could speak, right? So I've set this goal, okay? I, I, I know I'm specific about it. And then you set mini goals. Right. So this might be, okay, let me write the outline. Let me take, uh, do a little video. Um, they say it's really good to do a three to five minute video so that they can get a sense of you chatting and talking and what it would be like as part of your application, right? These are all the mini goals to get to that. You can do this with anything, right? Set the big goal and then break it down into the mini goals, right? If you want to start a podcast, maybe the first step is you start thinking about the name. Then you write the little show description. Then you test out your a few episodes, you know, as topics and see how it sounds. You go live on IG, you buy the mic. Like these are all the mini goals to launching a podcast, right? And you can actually follow a specific podcast launch um, strategy too. But maybe the mini goals, I sign up for that, right? So this is really, really important. And like set the goal and, and put some dates around it because when you just set a goal without the date, it, it just doesn't, it doesn't happen. Like, this is what I have found. You just keep pushing it off and pushing it off and pushing it off. If you want to write a book, for example, start, start by writing a blog or write a long form post, then write the first chapter, but like, give yourself a deadline. Okay. Number four, be proactive. This one is really important. 
what you have to do here is you have to actually think about creating the opportunity that you want before the, you know, before it actually arrives. So let me put this out there for you as an example, again, with the TEDx. I built a speaker website a year ago. Okay. This was before I had, I was speaking for free at that point on panels and moderating. And I had done one or two solo talks, but these were through industry connections from my former corporate life. But in terms of what I do now, I hadn't been booked as a speaker. Okay. But I went and created the speaker website. So now when an opportunity comes, I'm like, oh yeah, check out my speaker website. This is what I talk about. Had I talked about those things yet? No, I put down the topics that I would like to talk about that I feel qualified to, that I knew I could talk about on that website, right? So I created the opportunity. Sure enough, I'm not even kidding you. Once I laid it out, I got a call while the website was still being finalized. Just the very act of putting pen to paper and you know hiring someone to build this website for me the opportunity came in. What I had to do was I actually created a PDF version of the website, sent them that. And then a week later, I sent them the full website so they could circle circle it around corporately. And I did get that opportunity. And so in my mind, I kind of created it out of nowhere, you know? Um, and so you just really have to be proactive. You also have to do, it's kind of like doing the work for the party that you're trying to get the opportunity with. So if someone's trying to book me as a speaker, they're going to ask me a whole bunch of questions. But if it's all on the website and it's laid out, and actually you could go a step further is let's say you want the opportunity and they haven't called you, you could pitch yourself. You could actually create that same PDF that I created and send it to them and say, for you know, if you're looking for a speaker for your next event, this is the things that I talk about. Like, I'd love to jump on a call. You've now created an in and an opportunity for yourself. And you d- you've defined to them what you do. Now, imagine you want that speaking opportunity at one of their events, but they never knew you even speak on stages. That's like, that's crazy. It's like sitting there waiting again for something that you really want, but nobody knows you want it. So they can't even book you. They don't can't even find you. They don't even know that this is what you're about. So what I like to say is create the MVP of the thing. So minimum viable product of the thing that you're trying to do. So for me, that was a PDF. That's all it was. A PDF that outlines what I speak about, why they should book me. Uh, I didn't put my rates in there, but I laid out some of my past speaking um, engagements, some testimonials you know, the topics, my bio, like I made it really easy for them. So that was like the bare bones of what was probably needed to be booked as a paid speaker. You don't have to build the whole thing. You didn't, I didn't even need the website at that point. So think about the opportunity that you're trying to call in and say, what is the MVP of this? What is the, like the minimum amount of of work that I need to do to get this opportunity? And it's not because you're only doing the minimum. You're just doing that to get yourself started because you're going to get feedback once you put that PDF out. Then you might want to change that. So you don't want to wait and build the whole thing and build an entire website before you know what people actually want, right? So start testing it with your MVP and get it out there though. 
the visibility is really key. Like I said, people have to know that this is what you're about. So be proactive. That was number four. Okay. Number five is be really focused, but also adaptable at the same time. So the focus part is, this is what I want, okay? I'm focusing on this opportunity. I'm not trying to chase 10 opportunities. I'm focused, but I'm adaptable and flexible about how it might show up. Because I am going to tell you, 99%, actually 100% of the time, opportunities do not show up in the exact way that you would think that they are going to show up, okay? So let's say that person reaches out to you and you're like, oh, I had this vision. I wanted to go and do a keynote talk for them on this. And they come back and they're like, oh, we actually want you to just do a 30 minute talk. And then it's going to be some Q&A and we want it to be interactive. And actually, can you speak a little bit more on this topic? Imagine if you had just been like, nope, this is the only way I do it. Especially when you're trying to get those first opportunities, you really need to remain flexible and open. And, and when you do, you're actually getting feedback of, okay, this is what people want. So maybe I need to pivot and, and deliver my offer in this way, right? So don't just turn down opportunities right away because they're not showing up exactly as how you envisioned. As long as they are still moving you towards that big goal, be flexible, be open, because that's how you get your foot in the door. That's how you get started. I I find for me, I've had to be really flexible, but it's helped me to learn, right? I'm a pretty open person as it is, but what that allows you to do is it, it gets you in momentum. If you're just waiting for the perfect opportunity, that's exactly what you want. It's really hard to build momentum towards the thing that you want. And you want that feedback. You, you also want people to know you for this thing. So, so, so make sure though, you're not going and doing something completely outside of your desire. As long as it's still in the ecosystem of your desire, move forward with it, right? Get some video footage of you speaking and or whatever it is for you with your goal that shows that, oh, this is, this is what far is about now. This is what I'm about now. And people can start seeing that these are the the opportunities they can book you for. The next one, number six is network. Okay. This is really, really key. What you want to do is if there is an opportunity that you want, and it's with a certain person or organization or group, you need to be in that room. You need to hang out in that room with them. And that means going to their events. That means paying for their programs. That means going to the dinners, whatever it is, so that you can start meeting the people within this ecosystem. And and you're not going there to sell yourself day one. You are there to build relationships, okay? You are there to build relationships with the people that you want to do business with, that you want to offer your services to. Now, what I will say is be prepared to be very clear about what you do and what you offer, right? And do it from a place of service, of how you help people. And without having to go, you know, especially in the first couple of meetings and say, this is what I, I, I can do for you and hire me for this. Like, no, no, no. Nobody wants that desperate energy, but you showing up authentically and sharing what you do and being passionate about sharing that, that will magnetize people towards you. Okay. So when you network, 
think of, these are these are the things that I would like to say is that get in the rooms with the people that you want to do business with. You know, speak passionate passionately about what you do, but do it from a place of service, of how you can be of service to others. Okay? And always always listen. Listen to that person and also what what they have to offer. See if how how you can help them out, right? Because I find that most of the opportunities that are coming to me now are are from relationships that I built years ago for the last 20 years where I was not directly asking for anything. Now that I have built that rapport and relationship and people are starting to know what I'm about and I'm showing how I can serve others, it's really natural for them to call me up. Okay. So start building that network. It takes time, but I'm telling you, it is, it is well worth it. It will pay it pay back and you'll, you'll just, you're just going to feel good. You're going to have good people around you, right? You're going to want to do business with the, the, in the direction that you want to go. So make sure it's also a room that you want to be in. Okay. Be genuine about it. And then the last one, number seven is take a risk, take a risk, take a couple risks, right? When you are trying to create new opportunities out of nowhere, you're not waiting for someone to offer you this opportunity. You really have to put yourself out there and it's not easy. This is probably the hardest one is getting over that initial fear and doubt and, you know, imposter syndrome, all those things that come up and saying, I'm just going to put myself out there. I'm actually going to take a risk. I don't know how this is going to turn out. I've never done this thing before. Let's see. So take that risk. And, and what you can do is just actually pitch yourself for the opportunity. Like that's the boldest you can go is yes, you've networked in this and that. If you want to go direct to the person that you're like, I want to do business with them. It feels aligned. It's the right timing. You're in the right energy. You have something that you it can offer that will truly add value and will serve that person organization or, you know, um, a group of people in a, in an aligned way that you're like, this is something they really need. Don't wait for them to come to you. Do up, you know, a presentation and pitch yourself, pitch the opportunity, pitch the product, pitch the service, pitch your speaking, pitch your talk topic, you know, pitch your podcast, whatever it is, pitch yourself and just go after it. Right. Sometimes we actually have to be that direct about what we want. So I hope this has been helpful for you. I, for me, this is kind of the steps that I have followed and I'll just recap them really quickly for you, you here. So number one was get clear on your vision and the opportunity that you're seeking. Number two is identify where you're at, where you want to go and the next step you need to take to make it happen. Number three was set a goal and mini goals to attaining that, you know, desire, that opportunity. Number four, be proactive, right? Get your, get, go out there, you know, uh, build that website, do, you know, build that, write that PDF, right? Be proactive. Don't just wait. Number five is stay focused, but adaptable, be open and be flexible. Number six is network. Okay. Get yourself in the room with the people who can help you bring that opportunity to life. And number seven is take a risk or two or many (laughs) along the way. All right. So as you know, I always like to anchor in everything that I share with you guys on this podcast with a couple of quotes. And 
I will start with this one. I love this one. It's from Bruce Lee. And he says, to hell with circumstances, I create opportunities. A lot of times people let their circumstances stop them from going after the thing that they want, right? And you just got to put your circumstances out the window and just go after it anyway, because there's always going to be circumstances that stop you from the thing that you want. So love that one from Bruce Lee. And the next quote is, success is where preparation and opportunity meet from Bobby Unser. Okay. Success is where preparation and opportunity meet. I love this because the reality is there's hundreds of opportunities out there, but if you are preparing yourself to receive those opportunities, to create those opportunities, to manifest those opportunities, that's when you're going to see success. What I will say is that it is so empowering to create your opportunities. Like now that I have the business that I have, I didn't get hired. I didn't get a job. I didn't even go to school for half the things that I do. I mean, I have a certification and all that, but I went out and created an opportunity for me to be a coach, for me to speak on stages, for me to start a podcast. I created all of that right from a, from a true place of desire. Like I desired it and I made it happen. That is like, honestly, probably the most empowering thing and most rewarding thing you can do for yourself. It also helps you build incredible confidence. Why? Because now you know that when you desire something, cause you're going to desire something new, you know, that you have everything within yourself to make it happen, right? That is incredible. Like I now know anything I want, I'm going to take action and I'm going to make it happen. I'm not waiting for anyone to just tap me for me to, to make this happen, right? I am going to create it. And if you're sitting there saying, well, Farah, I don't even really know what I want. I'm not clear on the opportunities that I desire at this stage. Then I encourage you to join me. I actually have a free workshop on April 18th that will help you to discover those opportunities for yourself, those new opportunities from a place that is aligned, really aligned with your inner desires, from a place of purpose and from a place of serving others in a way that only you are uniquely positioned to do, right? So this workshop helps you get clear on those desires and the opportunities you want to call in. And even if you are clear on the opportunities you want to call in, this workshop will help you to actually manifest those opportunities because we can have clarity on them, but to actually bring them into fruition is a whole other ball game. And I'm actually going to get into that a little bit more in our next episode. I'm going to talk about what to do when opportunities actually do arrive. What do you do next, right? When opportunity comes knocking, what do you do next? So I hope you enjoyed this episode. I'd love to see you at the workshop. The link is in the bio. Sign up. It's free. It's an hour long. There's a couple of times to choose from, but it is going to be a really impactful hour for you. We've had over a hundred people go through this workshop now, and they have like literally some of them, they've changed lives. They've quit jobs. They've started new businesses. They've launched a side hustle. Like incredible things are happening because of this workshop. So I'd love for you to experience that. And I'd also love for you to share with me 
in the DMs on LinkedIn or even on Instagram, what is that next opportunity that you plan to create for yourself? All right. See you at the next episode. Thank you so much for listening to this episode of Futura Talks. I hope it has left you inspired and motivated to pursue your dreams, find your calling, and follow your heart in your life and business. If you enjoyed this conversation, it would mean so much to me if you would consider leaving a review and better yet, sharing this episode with someone who will be inspired to start building their own Futura. Be sure to subscribe so you don't miss an episode and I will see you next week. Thank you.